You are listening to day two of the self-love challenge on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Today, we're going to look at your observations from the last 24 hours and especially looking at your self-talk. So let's dive in. Welcome to the self-love challenge series on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Sorensen, a former teacher, current homeschool mom, and a certified life coach. Whether you teach in a traditional classroom or from your kitchen table, I'm here to help you not only survive, but thrive as an educator. Let's go on a self-love journey over these next 14 days so you can pour some of that same love you give to your kids, your families, your communities, to somebody who deserves it just as much, yourself. To get started with the free self-love challenge, I recommend starting from the first episode and listening through each day. But to get the full challenge experience, go to wifeteachmommy.com slash self-love challenge to register for free to get the scorecard to track your progress, a daily email with the link to your audio coaching lesson and your journal prompt. It is free and registering will get you more support with the challenge. Now let's get to today's coaching lesson. You are here for day two of the challenge. Boom, consistency. As I said, I love to say that once you've done something once and then we do it again, you've built momentum. You've now have a streak of two days. Now let's keep it going. But before we dive into day two of the challenge, I have just a quick message for you. I've been so excited and looking forward to this challenge and I'm just elated that it's in your ears now. And I know that if you see this challenge through to the end, it's going to make such a huge difference in your life. And as you may know, we don't make money directly from this podcast. And running a show like this does not come without a lot of time and financial expense. So this challenge is sponsored by Wife Teacher Mommy Club, our signature coaching program, which makes this podcast possible. Inside the club, we talk all about things we do on this podcast, but we dive even deeper. You'll be able to get personalized support and coaching from me and fellow Wife Teacher Mommy Club coaches. You can still definitely have success with the challenge on its own and by taking time to listen, journal, and apply. Just imagine what is possible with a little more support and a community that lifts each other up each and every day. That's where the magic and transformation goes from the 2x to the 10x level. And that's what I really want for you. So I'd love for you to take a moment to just learn a little bit more about the club. Go to wifeteachermommy.com slash club to learn more and see the difference that has made for fellow teachers and homeschool parents around the globe. Okay, my friend, now that you know about this incredible opportunity to join us, let's get into day two of the self-love challenge. Okay, so we are talking self-talk and especially our thoughts. So yesterday I asked you to observe yourself over the last 24 hours and journal about it. And if you've done that, amazing. Props to you. If you haven't, still do it. I want you to do it over the next 24 hours, okay? And then just keep all of this that I'm sharing with you today in mind. This observation that I'm asking you to do is really a practice of awareness and mindfulness, being present with what is as we observe, not getting into the judgment of it or the trying to fix it, just getting really curious and compassionate. But at the same time, we do want to take a look at it. Especially once we're done with those observations, we want to go back and take a look at it. So while we are observing, we're really just being open-minded. And then we want to come in and look at it and be like, okay, let's take a look at this. And that is because our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions, our actions create the results that we see in our lives. So when we think negative things about ourselves, they impact 
others too, because that impacts the energy, it impacts your feelings, it impacts the actions you take and the results. We do want to look at these thoughts. We do want to look at them. We do want to see if they're currently serving us. We just don't want to do it and add another level of shame and guilt on top of it. So we're just looking at your observations as information. And we're going to look at it as Kristen Neff, who is the leading self-compassion researcher and author of the book Self-Compassion. She would call it a compassionate observer. So just kind of think of it like, okay, I'm a compassionate observer. I want to look at this. I want to see how I'm thinking and how that's making me feel and all that jazz. So here's an example. And it's honestly a personal example that I'm going to try to make a little bit more general for you. I am a former teacher, current homeschool mom. So I'm homeschooling right now. And as a homeschool mom, I feel like for some reason it's been happens even more now that I'm with my own children versus children in a classroom. But sometimes I would get frustrated because I'm thinking that, and this is something I've been working on, but especially over the years of homeschooling, in the moment I was I'm frustrated because I don't think they're where they're supposed to be. And especially because I come from a teaching background, I'm like, I know all the standards. I know exactly what's supposed to be going on right now. And so I would say, oh, I'm so frustrated because they're not where they need to be. But really, I know this as a coach, it's not because of where they're at, it's because of what I was thinking about it. It's because I was thinking that I'm not a good homeschool mom, or I just can't do this. Maybe I'm not cut out for homeschooling, or should I just have sent them to school? Things like that. So thinking this can cause us, whether we're teachers, homeschool parents, when we think these things like I'm frustrated or this because of what is going on, like the circumstance is really because we're questioning ourselves a lot of the time. We're questioning our abilities. We're frustrated. And when we're questioning ourselves and our abilities, it makes us feel sad. It makes us feel frustrated. And for me, when I was frustrated and I'm showing up to teach my kids while I'm frustrated, again, I'm not showing love for myself. I'm telling myself, oh, I'm just not good at this or whatever. And then at the same time, how am I showing up for my kids? How am I showing up to my spouse when I'm talking to him about how the day went? Again, that's what I'm talking about when we're not showing that love for ourselves. It ripples into those other relationships as well. I notice that when that happens with myself and it happens a lot less now that I've been noticing. That is the the key with this. With awareness, we notice it and then we increase our comeback rate. So like now I can quickly notice that I'm getting into that and I can come back and I can, you know, oh yeah, this is what's going on. And I can tap back into the feelings of self-love and the love for my kids and the love for my spouse. But when we're not aware of it at all, we can just be stuck in there. So this is what we want to do. We want to get really aware of it so we can increase our comeback rate so we can return to those feelings of love and compassion for ourselves and others. We need to remember that there is a reason, though, for why we are currently thinking and doing the things that we are. We, quote, shouldn't be any other way than we currently are at the moment. Because, in fact, should, when we say I shouldn't have done this or I should have done that, should itself is a cognitive distortion, meaning it is a way of thinking that isn't quite exactly true. Cognitive in the brain, distortion, you know, distorted. And if you want to learn more about cognitive distortions, I talk all about that on episodes 107 and 108 of Wife Teacher Maui, the podcast. They are really quite fascinating, but suffice it to say for right now, we have something to learn from whatever we are right now. We're going to learn some information about this. And the one question I want to ask you, and this comes from a book, Feeling Great by David Burns. He is one of the like fathers of CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. And what he says is we need to ask ourselves, how does the fact that you did this actually make sense? How does it mean there's nothing wrong with you? And in fact, it is a way of showing your values. So for me, when I I'm frustrated because the kids aren't where I feel they should be. Where is that coming from? Why am I frustrated about that? It is because I have this care 
that I want the kids to be successful. And that is not something I want to let go of, right? So we want to learn what is the value that that feeling, that thought is coming from. He shares this um, way of thinking that I just love. He talks about if there's a magic button and you could just change it and you just don't care anymore, it's all just fine. You don't care about where the kids are or anything. Would you push that magic button so you could feel better? And for me, the answer is no, I want to care about where my kids are. So he's like, what about instead if it's just a magic dial and you turn that dial, you can turn down like the emotions. So you change the emotions you feel. And with this, what we do instead, when we turn that dial, if we want to feel a different way, what is it we learn here on the podcast and in Coaching and Wife Teacher Mommy Club? We learn that it, our thoughts are what drive our feelings. So we just want to see what different way could I think about this while still keeping that same value of why I was feeling that way in the first place. A lot of people have this with anxiety. They're like, I was so like afraid of these things or whatever. And that fear is coming from something they care about. So again, what is that telling you? And go from there. What we want to do is we want to find the next best thought that can still is true to ourselves, right? So for me, I still want my kids to do the best they can and be successful in their education. I think that's what we all want, whether we are teaching in a classroom or we're homeschooling. What we want to do here is we want to think about what is something, a different way I can think about this. And I'm going to jump back to this being more general, but you could think something like I am, you might not jump right to, I'm an incredible homeschool parent if you're really questioning your abilities, but you might go from, I'm learning how to meet my kid where they are or my students where they are each and every day, right? So you can find a thought that feels a little bit better, that still feels true to you and work your way up to eventually totally believing in yourself and your capabilities as an educator. This is where we are really diving into my three-step core framework as a coach. We First, we become the observer. That's what we talked all about yesterday and we'll continue to do today. And these steps build upon each other. So we will continue to be observing ourselves all the time. And the second one is choose your direction. That is where, okay, I'm choosing a more conscious way that I can think about myself. And that's also, do I want to push that button and just change everything? Or do I still want to stay true to that value and just turn that dial and think about this a little bit differently? And the final step of my framework, which we'll get into more later on in the challenge, is to align yourself. So we're going to be the observer. We're going to choose our direction and then align ourselves in the direction that we chose, like a compass. We're going to need to keep observing. We're going to need to keep choosing to keep the needle pointing in the right direction. So when we're talking about self-love in this challenge, we're observing the way we think about and treat ourselves. We choose what we want to keep, like the things we're doing that are treating ourselves well. We want to keep that. And then also, what else do we need to change or bring in to feel more love for ourselves? What are some new ways we need to think about ourselves? And then we will continue to do this each and every day as we teach, as we parent and go about our lives. So your journal prompts today will help you do just this. And I'm already over 10 minutes in my recording. I really want to stay as close to that as possible. So those should be in your email. If you haven't signed up via email yet, go to wifeteachermommy.com slash challenge to sign up to get the journal prompts and scorecard for this challenge. And I will see you tomorrow where we're going to be talking even more about our self-talk. We're going to talk about how you talk to yourself and compare how you talk to other people. I think we all need this. So I will see you tomorrow.
Thank you for participating in our self-love challenge. For the complete challenge experience, make sure to go to wifeteachermommy.com slash self-love challenge to get the scorecard and a daily email with each of the journal prompts for free. And if you're enjoying this challenge, please consider sharing the love by sharing that same link, wifeteachermommy.com slash self-love challenge with a teacher friend or a homeschool friend or all of the people you know who might be interested in this free resource. We have a mission to help as many educators as possible, whether they teach children in a classroom or in their living rooms, to not only survive as an educator, but to thrive in teaching and life. This challenge has been brought to you by Wife Teacher Mommy Club, my signature coaching program created especially for teachers and homeschool parents. Inside the club, you can join us for weekly live life coaching with me and fellow club coaches, VIP access to our summer and winter educate and rejuvenate conferences, a library of resources to save you time, and even a private podcast feed where you'll get to listen to every single coaching call we've ever done, all the educate and rejuvenate sessions, and so much more. If you love this challenge, why not spend just a few minutes checking it out and seeing if it's right for you? It may just be the ultimate gift of self-love that you could give yourself because it'll help you take what you've learned in this challenge from the 2x level to the 10x level. So go to wifeteachermommy.com club to learn more. I would love to see you there, but either way, I will keep seeing you right here on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. If you are listening to this right now, that means you've listened all the way to the tail end of this episode, even after the outro. And if you want more where this podcast is coming from, I've got you. If you are hearing this message right now, that means you still have time to grab our limited time offer to join us in Wife Teacher Mommy Club for just $14 for your first month in a celebration of the release of our self-love challenge. For the month of February, 2024, you can get your first month of the club for just $14 instead of the normal $37 for your first month. This is a great way to try out the club and see if it's right for you all while getting lots more support during the self-love challenge. You'll be able to come to our coaching calls and ask your questions, get personalized support from me and fellow Wife Teacher Mommy Club coaches. And if you decide to join us on the annual plan, you're all in and you're going to join us for a year, you'll get an even bigger discount plus some exclusive February-only swag, including a planner and a teacher tee. So go to wifeteachermommy.com club to learn more about the club and see all that it has to offer. Going to check out the sales page is not a firm commitment, so just go check it out and see if it's for you. It just might be the ultimate gift of self-love that you could give yourself. I hope to see you on the next coaching call inside Wife Teacher Mommy Club.